Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Joe Marino and... Oh, shit. Oh, dear. Welcome inside the Draft News Podcast. I'm Joe. Now, you know what? Come to think of it, that is not how the coolest NFL Draft Podcast would lead in. Let me try this again. I'm so sorry. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft News Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs of the Draft Network, and we are your hosts on what is the coolest NFL Draft podcast that you will find. Welcome to this edition of the show. We are going to continue the My Ultimate Team series going through the NFC West today. Kyle, welcome to the show. Oh, yeah. Kyle's off today. It's Macho Man Randy Savage. And John Ledyard and Trevor Sikama. Ooh, yeah, listen here. Ooh, you don't have the cool podcast. We do. Just wanted to clear the air there. Coolest. Let's let's come up with some kind of battle. Maybe a rap battle. Joe's a really good rapper, little known fact. Um, <laughs> we do a dance-off. You put a couple Jack Daniel shots in me, and I, I can dance my pants off. Um, let, let's settle this, boys. Our fellow Draft Network podcasters, John Ledyard and Trevor Sikama, called us out on Fan Friday, saying that because they answer the fans' questions, they are the coolest NFL Draft podcast on the market. And we beg to differ here on the Draft Dudes. little friendly rivalry, Joe, to start everybody's weekend. A little beef, a little Twitter beef, a little podcast beef, a little Draft Network beef. It's fun. So let's let's brainstorm with our, our teammates here and uh, let's let's see who's cool. Too cool for school. I wanna know. 
I think we settled it right there. The, the first two minutes of this podcast said everything you need Ooh, to know yeah. about this pop. I'm drinking a monster energy drink, yeah. And now if only people could see the, the picture, right, of you when you, you were uh, Macho Man for, was it... Halloween, yeah, yeah, I'm guessing, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, this that was uh, that was a Halloween at Penn State uh, main campus up there, and uh, dressed up as Macho Man Randy Savage one year. That was that was a good year. I actually passed a guy walking down Beaver Ave on the other side of the street who was also dressed up like Macho Man Randy Savage, and we just screamed "Ooh yeah" at each other from across the street for about three minutes as we were walking our separate directions. One of my favorite memories of my time at State College. We have nowhere to go but down from there. Uh, so, <laughs> mm, Yeah, probably, especially once we get to the NFC West tight end position here on my Ultimate oh. Series. Ooh, mm. this is uh ugly, ugly, ugly position group, Joe. You want to set the table here and kick us off for my Ultimate, kind of explain folks who might be tuning in because yes. we're, we're getting their division for the first time and explain what there is to expect, and, and we'll go, go from there. Yes, yeah, so we are – this is the seventh – installment of the my ultimate series and the concept here is kyle and i are going to build our ideal optimum starting lineup using only players in the nfc west to build a team to compete in 2018 so the only season we're concerned with is the coming season and so we're we're going to go all positions on offense all the positions on defense and give our picks for who we would want as our starting lineup again using only players from the rams seahawks 49ers and Cardinals. Oh, we're going to pick our quarterbacks first. Go go ahead, Joe. I want to know there's only one right answer here. Yeah, it's Russell Wilson. Uh, no argue, no no argument okay. here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I didn't know I didn't know if there was any analysis coming with that or if it's just oh. it, it, it's the right answer. Let's move on with our lives. Is that what we're doing here? Yeah, there's I mean, yeah, it's it's Russell Wilson. That's yeah. he's one of the best two or three quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh. Yes, I, I agree, and I think if we're going to shift to, first of all, it's going to be really exciting to see Russell Wilson behind an offensive line that's not made of Swiss cheese, which hopefully we're getting from this My Ultimate series. So uh, Russell get pumped playing behind our offensive lines. Uh, running backs a little bit of a different conversation, Joe. For the fact that one of these two dudes is not coming off of a significant injury, I'm taking Todd Gurley. For me, this was Todd Gurley, David Johnson. Both of these guys certainly have the merit and warrant consideration. Uh, David Johnson was an all-purpose terror in 2016. Uh, Todd Gurley was a monster last year, finally freed from the shackles of uh, impending Fox Sports analyst Jeff Fisher who will probably call seven to nine football games in 2018. Uh, But uh, Todd Gurley can catch the football well, uh, really dynamic athlete, and really loved everything about this big breakout year that he had in 2017. For those reasons, I'm going back to the well with a guy that I know is physically 100% entering the season where David Johnson, we're just not quite sure where he's at physically yet. I know, I know that you wanted to go David Johnson. I was somewhat thinking you might do it, but I did. Uh, yeah, Todd Gurley's the, the the right pick, just given him entering the season healthy. David Johnson has been a couple times now where he's had, uh, you know, a, a significant injury. And, and Todd Gurley, we saw 
you know, the best version of him last year where he was involved as, as also a receiver, you know, in addition to what he did on the ground game. And so just a dynamic football player. I mean, he's going to compete to lead the NFL in scrimmage yards against uh, this coming season and love, love him as a player. And I mean, I, to me, like you said, those two players were, was where it came down to. And, and if only they can sign a deal like Jarek McKinnon does in a few years, right? Holy cow. Yeah. 49ers. <laughs> Big money there. Big money, Jarek McKinnon. Our wide receivers, Kyle. You know we like to do these things in trios, and we've had some good debates so far. Uh, I'll take the lead here to give you my trio of receivers and turn it over to you. Uh, I want Larry Fitzgerald as my ex. I know that he's he's getting a little bit older. Uh, but uh, for one season, I know that he's got reliable hands and he knows how to work his body in favorable position. His ball skills are tremendous. Uh, give me Larry Fitzgerald. Opposite him on the boundary, give me Doug Baldwin. Uh, I think that uh, he he has a lot of versatility. I think he can line up in a lot of different spots, but he can win at all three levels of the field and love him at the catch point. And then for my slot, I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks, who, uh, you know, he's a dynamic guy in terms of how he can run routes, how he can separate, how he can win vertically, how he can create after the catch. Uh, there's been three first-round picks already invested in Brandon Cooks since he's entered the NFL and given the two trades, but uh, – I think those three guys would be nice complementary skill sets, and uh, that's going to be my trio. Joe, you picked the right players. You just put them in the wrong spots. I'm doing Larry as the big slot. Larry's continued to see more and more reps out of the slot as he ages here in Arizona. Baldwin's my X. Cooks is my Z. Get that speedy guy, guy that's going to get vertical in Cooks. Uh, you don't have to look any further than Sean McVay, uh, and his O face on the practice field, watching Brandon Cooks run nine routes, uh, to know that this guy is prime for a big, big, big year. Uh, and, and as you mentioned, three separate first round picks invested in him throughout his young NFL career, being a member of the 2014 NFL draft class already. So Cooks, uh, Mizey, want him vertical. Doug Baldwin, as you said, can win in all three layers. So that's a guy that I want. And partially because of just how barren the tight end position is, I wanted some size inside. And knowing that Larry's gotten more reps there, that's why I opted to go with Larry in the slot, Joe. Robert Woods, the hardest guy to leave out for you? or Woods and Cooper Cup both got a little bit of consideration. But I think I think that the trio – is pretty clearly the the best established and, and clear cut preferred three out of the division. So Joe, how about this tight end discussion, right? Yeah, yikes. Okay, so we haven't had any 49ers picked yet, but that's going to change right now. I'm going with George Kittle. George Kittle showed flashes. He was a superb combine testing athlete, and um, the opportunity that he had down the stretch with Jimmy Garoppolo, I think showcase some of what he can do. Uh, cover your ears, Hawkeyes fans with a competent quarterback, throwing him the ball. Apologies to San Francisco backup, CJ Beathard, who, you know, draft fans, Iowa fans, and Joe and myself, butted heads with back in 2017 when we did our draft coverage that year. So apologies to Hawkeyes fans. But George Kittle's my pick here because who who else are the options? I mean, you you really Nick Vanette is listed as a starter in Seattle, Tyler Higby's listed as a starter in L.A., and you got Ricky Seals Jones is listed as a starter in Arizona. 
Joe, there's literally nowhere to go. Yeah, you know, I, I am, I'm tempted to go with Nick Vanette because I really, I liked him coming out. I think he's got, he's got a Gronk-like frame. And I think he's physical. I think he can block. But he hasn't proven much yet. And he'll get that chance this year. Uh, but I like what I saw from Kittle. Kittle's my pick here. And he had 500 receiving yards last year on this offense. And, uh, you know, I, I think he does have a big-time upside as a blocker. I mean, this guy, if you remember him at Iowa, man, this dude moved dudes all over the field as a mm-hmm. blocker. And, you know, he's actually a better athlete than you think he's he is. And I think he can do some things as as a as a receiver to you know stretching the seam and those types of things, but you know not a lot of great options. I thought about Vanek because I love the upside there, but I'm a little bit more comfortable with Kittle, what he's already shown in a uh, in a smaller sample size. Yeah, agree a hundred percent. And Joe, I think this is the first time through the skill positions uh, we've agreed on every single player. It took us seven tries, but here we are, and we're we're mutual across the entire board. Offensive line, Joe, I'll take uh, – actually, you're going to lead with tackles. You've, you've got yeah, to lead in so all the tackles. I, I, I settled on a couple of veterans here. Andrew Whitworth as one of my tackles. I mean, he was – man, he, he might have been the best free agent pickup in the NFL last year going from uh, Cincy to Los Angeles, really brought a lot of stability to that, that unit. And you saw the impact that – it made on that Bengals offense without him. And so he's been a godsend. And, again, he's getting a little older, but for one season, give me Andrew Whitworth. From the other side, give me Joe Staley, man. This guy's just quietly put together a, a, a outstanding career. He's athletic, and he can pass block. He can move bodies, wins in space, and he just keeps racking up the Pro Bowls. I think he might have nine or something at this point. And, uh, and you know, to, to me, for one season, give me that duo of veterans. Yeah, the uh... – this was a hard group for me because there there were certainly some some guys that weren't a consideration. Uh, Joe, your your pairing of Staley and Whitworth and Dwayne Brown and and McGlinchey, uh being a top ten pick and, and moving him back to the right side should really unlock a lot of his potential. Uh, I opted to go with the San Francisco duo of Joe Staley and Mike McGlinchey. So that whole you and I in unison thing was fun while it lasted. Let's go ahead and flush it down the toilet because we uh, we got one guy together in Joe Staley. Joe Staley's going to play left tackle for me. And Mike McGlinchey, who on the right side, I think this is, this is going to be a really, really exciting addition for San Francisco, who had an effective player there in Trenton Brown, uh, but his strengths and weaknesses really didn't mesh with Kyle Shanahan's offensive system and, and play style, and McGlinchey being you know, the, either the play side or the backside tackle and his ability to, to, to reset the line of scrimmage but do so with some more athleticism than what you get from Trenton Brown, who was just such a big guy. And uh, McGlinchey having experience on both sides of the line of scrimmage to be able to pass set effectively and uh, was really, really strong uh, when he was playing on the right side and from a pass protection standpoint. Uh, exciting addition to the division, and I'm betting on the upside. I'm betting on him being in his best spot playing in a favorable scheme. Uh, so I think he's going to have a great year, so I'm going to bet on that as well and tab Mike McGlinchey over Andrew Whitworth. Is that more about what you – like in the upside of McGlinchey or some concerns you have with Whitworth? I thought Whitworth was really solid, but I think it's it's more of the the upside with McGlinchey, who was a top 15 player for me. 
and uh, seeing him go in the top 10 and, and knowing what his strengths and weaknesses are, I, I just think he's going to shine this year, McGlinchey. Yeah, he'll do well. He'll uh, do well. So on the interior, we had some, uh, some difficult decisions to be made here, Joe. Uh, Seattle is notorious for not having a strong offensive line. They did have uh, Ethan Pokich, who showed some some upside and was a player that we both like coming out of the draft. Uh, I do have a Seattle Seahawk on my interior, but it's not Pokich. It's uh, Dwayne Brown. I'm cheating. Slap me on the wrist. Go ahead. Shame on me. Dwayne Brown's getting a little long in the tooth. I want to take that offensive tackle, who struggles a little bit with some of the speed now on the outside. I'm going to put him at left guard. I'm going to put him next to Weston Richburg, who signed with the San Francisco 49ers from the New York Giants and free agency. And I'm taking Roger Saffold uh, playing left guard for the L.A. Rams, who is one of the better guards in football. And I'm going to put him on my interior as well. So Dwayne Brown, Weston Richburg, and Roger Saffold is my trio of interior offensive linemen. We are, we are going to be two out of three similar there. I, there I have Weston Richburg as my center. I have Rad, Roger Saffold at one guard spot. And then uh, New York Giants fans that are listening to me can go ahead and just shed their tears because I'm going Justin Pugh at left guard. Mm-hmm. So that, that interior duo that they used to have in Pugh and, and Richburg, I want to recreate it right here on my ultimate roster. Um, you know, I think Richburg might have been one of the best underrated free agent signings of this uh this offseason and, and what I think he's going to be able to do, you know, when, when, uh, when Kyle Shanahan got Alex Mack in Cleveland, you know, he just raved about what he brought to that offense. And a, a same thing in, in uh, Atlanta, excuse me, with, with Matt Ryan. And I think that Richburg is going to have that type of an impact for Jimmy Garoppolo where he's so smart up front that he can handle all the line stuff and really allow Garoppolo to focus on the secondary. He's athletic. He wins his space. He's powerful. And I think that I just I love Weston Richburg as a football player. He was an obvious choice for me at center. And then uh, Pugue and Saffold. Uh, Saffold's been injured a bit. He was healthy last year, and uh, you saw the impact that he can have. I'm banking on him being healthy again. And then Pugue, who I think is is he just has a the way that he plays the game, man. Just kind of an ass kicker. Wants to move bodies, and he just battles. And I love that in my interior players. And and so um, I didn't move anyone inside, but. Uh, uh, Pugue, Richburg, and Saffold for me on the interior trio. Now, Pugue was the other name I had written down, and then I, act, I deleted him and put Dwayne Brown in this spot. So, you know, we are like-minded there. I'm just getting a little creative here because I have to if I want to get my best product on the field. And uh, I did this defensively as well, Joe. Uh, I, I'm running a 3-4. I don't know if that changes things for you. I'm going for uh, mine's mine's a four. Oh, you're sticking to his sticking with a four three. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, uh, do you want to take your your defensive ends, and I'll do my edge defenders. Yes. So, if my defensive ends is uh, number one, Chandler Jones, who led the NFL in sacks last year. I don't know if anybody knew that, but that dude just he starts the season and he gets double digit sacks every year. I mean, he makes it happen. He's a good pass rusher. Opposite of him is uh, Frank Frank Clark from the Seahawks. Uh, led the team in sacks with nine last year. He's gonna I think he's gonna probably do a lot of the stuff that they had Michael Bennett doing in the past, but he's been productive. He's a good pass rusher, and uh, you know that that's gonna be my grouping there in a, in a four three concept in mind. Arizona Cardinals fans, send me your love, send me your joy. Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden is my pairing 
for my edge defenders in my 3-4 base defensive front. Chandler, one of the most versatile defenders on the edge in football. And Marcus Golden, one of those kind of odd outliers, right, where you know you, you watched his college film and you, you watched how he won and you looked at his athletic profile and there was nothing really there to get really super excited about, but the dude just knows how to rush the passer. And sometimes, you know, one of the hardest things that we do as people who evaluate talent is overlook the football IQ of things. And we're looking for traits and we're looking for uh, the uncoachables. Well, Marcus Gold might not be the best in the uncoachables area, but in the coachables area, in his hand usage, in his awareness as he's pressing offensive tackles in their pass sets, he gets it done consistently. So hoping for a big bounce back here from Marcus Golden. Uh, and that's ultimately who I opted to go with both of the, the Arizona Cardinals rush defenders in my mo- ultimate series here on the, uh, the NFC West. Joe, no Barkevius Mingo or Deion Jordan for you there, Kyle? Oh, <laughs> piss off talking Deion Jordan <laughs> on the draftees podcast. How dare you, sir? I'm simply going get to it in. that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to move on. I'm going to talk about my interior trio and the reason why I went with a 3-4 is because I simply could not choose between Indominus Sue, Aaron Donald and DeForest Buckner. They're too good to eliminate one of these guys. And I know Joe, you're you're going Sue and Donald. I know if I know you like I think I do. Sue and Donald are your picks. Don't you dare change it now. But DeForest Buckner is secretly one of the Best kept secrets in football. He's a stud. He's an absolute stud. I couldn't leave him off my list. Um, so I have Aaron Donald because he's the best defensive player in football. Yes. And uh, I have – I don't have Nandamakun Sue. I don't. Wow. Uh, I went, yeah, I went with DeForest Buckner. I love Sue. Uh, I, I really do. But um, I didn't – think creatively like you, so I didn't have to leave one off, and so I did. I only could pick two defensive tackles. I went with Buckner, I think. I think he's just as physically gifted as a player out there. I mean, Sue, Sue is too. I mean, you can't go wrong with any one of those. I think you have to have Donald. And then yes. you know, flip a coin yeah. flip a coin on Buckner and Sue. I went I went with uh, Buckner. Just okay. I, I think that he's – go ahead. Uh, can, can we just do something real quick? Can you hold your hands out real quick? I want to give you the biggest air hug in the world right now. Because you picked the Forrest Buckner to be on your my ultimate team, and like it just it warms my heart that he made the cut because he's such a good football. I really genuinely think he is one of the most underrated players of football. He plays high snap counts. You know, he played like all but like ten snaps for the Forty ers in his rookie season. He played an absurd amount of of snaps. Yeah, he's and. I think the play, I mean, his, he will, I think the production hasn't quite been there yet, but it's coming. It's yeah, coming. Yeah. For you, sure. You see the flashes and, you know, they, they've kind of made some, some scheme changes up front and he's was always kind of a tweener. So now that he's settled and, and they're going to give him an opportunity to, to stick in one spot and really flourish in a single area, I think. I think I agree with you where it's it's a looming cloud on the horizon that's inevitably going to get here before we know it and Buckner's statistics are going to reflect just how good of a football player he is. 
So for linebacker, uh, I guess you only have two to announce because you've C. already given your edge. C. So I'll let you do that, and then I'll give you my trio. Okay, I went with Reuben Foster and Bobby Wagner. Uh, really dynamic pairing of off-ball guys that have range. They can play in space. They can you know, defend the pass and zone coverages underneath. And uh, these guys hit like a ton of bricks. So you get Reuben Foster and Bobby Wagner really dynamic pairing inside. Uh, for me, that that's really where it starts and, and ends in this division. Uh, those two guys are head and shoulders, in my opinion, of the rest of the candidates. Yeah, so I definitely have Reuben Foster and, and Bobby Wagner. Uh, Wagner, one of the best two or three linebackers in the game. Reuben Foster has every bit of potential to get there. One of my f- most favorite college football players yeah. I've ever watched. That, that dude was just he was everywhere. I mean, he, 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 the way he played in pursuit was just, man, it's stuff you dream about. Uh, and so then picking the other one was, was some of a challenge, but I settled on KJ Wright, veteran linebacker for the Seahawks. Um, I expect a big year for him. He's actually in a contract season, but you think about just kind of giving a guy that can probably work really well as a Sam and, and uh, play into the line of scrimmage, maybe blitz a little bit for me in, in my scheme. I think I can get that from KJ Wright, and um, but man, the the real story here is Wagner and, and Foster as two of the brightest young players in the NFL. Yeah, agreed. So, do you want to take corners here? This was a tough group as well for me. Uh, yeah, I think it's a tough group, but I, I, to me, there's just two that really shine above all the rest. Patrick Peterson's got to be on your list. I mean, he's a true number one lockdown corner that can win in man to man. He can line up against those elite, big-bodied wide receivers in the NFL. And then opposite of him, I want Marcus Peters. I mean, just to, you want to talk about a guy that's just sticky in coverage, has tremendous ball skills, can create turnovers. That I mean, maybe he doesn't tackle, but, man, he does everything else at a high level. He's actually pretty good in press, too. But his feet, his ability to remain in phase, tremendous. So that's my pairing. Yeah, the, the elite physical stature of both those guys. Uh, I was interested to see if you would go with Aqib Tlaib. And uh, that's that's my pairing is also Marcus Peters and Patrick Peterson. Unfortunately, I don't have any counterpoints for you because the, those two guys were the two names that my eyeballs immediately went to and said, I have to have this guy and I have to have this guy. And I said, well, Akib, but I had to have Peterson and Peters. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So the safety group for me to put a bow on this, uh, Earl Thomas is playing single high free safety for me. And then my, uh, Hybrid safety came down to two separate guys. Uh, first of all, raise your glass. Let's pour one out for Cam Chancellor and tip the cap. Wonderful career for you, sir. Uh, it came down to LaMarcus Joyner and Buda Baker. And I went with the homer pick with Buda Baker. Was a top ten player for me in my draft board coming out in the 2017 NFL draft. And I just think this guy can do it all. He's what... Honey Badger was, but I think he's a little bit better as a tackler, and I think he's a little bit more athletically dynamic than Honey Badger, which is really exciting because you saw when Honey Badger was healthy just how good Matthew could be in the secondary for the Cardinals. Well, you got a guy in Buda Baker who's a little more dynamic. I think he's a little better tackler. Sign me up. I went with Buda Baker over LaMarcus Joyner to be my second safety. I got Earl Thomas. Uh, one of the best two or three safeties in the NFL. Love him in single high. 
And for my, uh, I had the same two guys pegged, and I also went with Buda Ben. And uh, he, one of my first round grades from last year. And I mean, he's probably like just like one of the most likable players yeah. I've ever watched on film. I mean, he just does everything. He hits like a ton of bricks. And uh, he's a clean tackler, plays through contact. He can win in man coverage, play in zones. I mean, he's tremendous in pursuit and filtering through contact. I mean, you saw it last year. Like, when he, he came on down the stretch there for, for Arizona when he got a chance to play, and I think he's just a budding star. And, I mean, it, he's always kind of had that honey badger uh, comparison. But I, I think he did a really good job kind of making a statement there. And, and, and I agree with you that he's probably a bit more physically gifted. And he's probably a better tackler than Honey Badger. And uh, you just watch out for this dude because he's going to be one of the one of the better secondary players in the NFL. I think that starts this year. Yeah, but Joe, did you know he's only five ten? I don't care. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> why we that's why we draft a player like that in the second round because he's five ten. Is we're we're so stupid sometimes with the things that we let get in the way. Uh, well, Buda Baker was never available in my second round. So. No, no, he wasn't available outside of the top top ten, top twelve. On, on I, I, how many first round grades you have last year? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Twenty, low twenties. Yeah, I, I think. Say, I think you were above twenty, but it wasn't by much. And I think yeah, I, I think I had so. fifteen or sixteen, and he was comfortably in mine as well. So uh, couldn't be us, Joe, letting Buda Baker slide out nope. of the first round. Joe, we agreed on eighteen players in this my ultimate. I think that might be our best yet. And probably, you know, yeah. if I didn't cheat and I went with a four, three, I would probably have agreed with you on KJ and uh, Frank Clark on the defensive side of the football, but I couldn't let Sue go and I couldn't let DeForest Buckner go. So forgive me for my sins, get going off script on you. I know this was not part of the plan. But regardless, 18, I think that the talent in this division is pretty clear-cut. Didn't have too many position groups where I had a hard time selecting the elite guys. I can't speak for you, though. Would you agree? Yeah, I, but I now, uh, previewing a little bit here, our last and final division is the AFC South, which is going to be fun. It's because be wild. I think Tennessee, I think Jacksonville are just stacked. Houston's got some studs. Indianapolis has... Uh, will there be a Colt on the roster? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> You're going to get bodied for that, dude. <laughs> I mean, all right, so luck coming off of this shoulder thing, and maybe T.Y. Hilton? I don't know, man. That roster's bad. Cow. You know, maybe Quentin Nelson. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to tune in next week for that for sure. I can tell you with 100% guarantee Quentin Nelson's going to be on my roster. Yeah. Yeah, so, so spoiler alert. Colts fans, you have a reason to tune in despite Joe's best efforts to neuter any excitement you might have to hear us do your division. Uh, there will be a Colt on the roster. Joe's, Joe's speculation be damned. Uh, any additional parting thoughts before we let the people go and on with their weekend, Joe? Um, thanks for listening to the Coolest Draft Podcast. Oh, that it's beautiful. I love it. Yes, the Coolest Draft Podcast. John, Trevor, I want you to listen closely. The Coolest Draft Podcast. On the market, the Draft Dudes would like to cordially invite each and every one of our listeners to hit that subscribe button. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on iTunes. Leave us one of those five-star reviews. If it's not a five-star, then you just keep it to yourself, please. We, we love the five-star reviews. Maybe it's time to shout out a couple five-star reviews on the, on the air, Joe. I think this oh, is yeah. a good catalyst to give the, the people some love. 
let their voice be heard. So if you leave us a review over the course of the next week or so, we're going to shout you guys out. We're going to give you some love if you give us love. A mutually beneficial relationship here. I'm Kyle Krabs. I'm at Grinding the Tape on Twitter. Joe is at the Joe Marino. Make sure you follow along with us with our takes as we grind through our personal conferences for the Draft Network. Make sure you're keeping an eye out for August 6th. Circle it on your calendar when the Draft Network goes live. Draftnetwork.com. We have a lot on our plates that we are getting cooked up for you guys uh, to dig into once we go live, which we are super, super excited about. Kyle Krabs signing off with Joe Marino. This is the Draft Dudes podcast of the Draft Network. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk with you all again soon. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.